Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. Howdy, y'all. Hope you guys are having a very good one. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. And today's episode, we're going to read a story from Marijuana Moment, and it's written by Kyle Yeager. He's always writing good and informative pieces around the country about what's going on with cannabis in the U.S. So Marijuana Moment is always a very good resource. Kyle Yeager writes pretty good articles as well, too. So, um... So I don't want you folks in South Dakota to get too excited. Um, you know, if you live there, you already know this, but um, the 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 activists have, have have officially qualified a medical marijuana legalization measure for their 2020 ballot, and um, I believe that there are efforts to legalize adult use, but. Um, I mean, I don't know how far that will get. I don't know if it's going to pass. Um, I don't really think it will, the adult use one. But medical definitely can. But at the same time, you got to be vigilant. You can't be, you, you know, you can't get too excited because in the past, they have over, they have passed initiatives only for the lawmakers to gut it and nullify it. So I'm going to read this Marijuana Moment article and then I'm going to read a CNN article about the last time they passed the initiative and the lawmakers said, nope, you, nope, you didn't know what you were voting for. We're nullifying this. So let's read this from Marijuana Moment first. Medical marijuana legalization measure officially qualifies for the South Dakota 2020 ballot. Written by Cal Yeager. A measure to legalize medical marijuana in South Dakota has officially qualified for the state's 2020 ballot. After, after activists turned in more than 30,000 signatures for the petition last month, the Secretary of State's office has confirmed that the statutory measure received enough valid signatures to qualify. Quote, Our office conducted a random sample of the position, petition signatures and found 76 point, or found 74.65% to be valid. So that's 74.65% signatures were valid. Uh, the sample that they did. South Dakota's Secretary of State Steve Barrett, Republican, said in a press release, 
The proposal is now officially designated as Initiated Measure 26. This is the first cannabis reform citizen initiative to make it onto any state ballot for 2020, with several others from Mississippi to Nebraska also in the works. Earlier this week, New Jersey lawmakers approved a resolution to put a referendum on legalization before voters next November. Medical cannabis legalization is one of two reform proposals that organizers are hoping to put on the South put in front of South Dakota voters next year. A separate campaign submitted signatures for initiative to legalize adult use. But that constitutional amendment proposal requires a higher threshold and state officials have yet to validate the signatures. South Dakota Secretary of State so from their official Twitter, SOS Barrett announced the petition submitted for initiated measure on legalizing marijuana for medical use was validated and filed by his office today. It will be titled Measure 26 and appear on the 2020 general election ballot on November 3, 2020. Both measures are being backed by National Advocacy Group's Marijuana Policy Project MPP and New Approach PAC. Quote, next year, South Dakota voters will have an opportunity to approve a ballot initiative that provide legal, safe, regulated access to medical marijuana for qualifying patients. MPP Deputy Director Matthew Siwich told Marijuana Moment, quote, right now the state government forces otherwise law-abiding people to be criminals in order to live healthier, happier, and more productive lives. We are going to end that heartless injustice. Quote, very soon we will hear whether the adult use legalization initiative will also qualify for the 2020 ballot, he said. We expect that it will, and South Dakota will be the first state in American history to vote on medical marijuana and adult use legalizations on these initiatives on the same ballot. As federal reform continues to stall, it is important, more important than ever, that we run and pass as many viable marijuana reform ballot initiatives as possible next year. This is how we will ensure success in Congress in 2021, he said. The already qualified measure would establish a medical cannabis program in the state, allowing patients suffering from debilitating medical conditions to possess and purchase up to three ounces of marijuana from a licensed dispensary. They could also grow at least three plants or more if authorized by a physician. While reform advocates are optimistic about the prospects of voters approving both medical and adult use legalization, it is likely to face resistance from certain actors in the state. Again, um, we know what that's like in Massachusetts. When we put adult use on the ballot in 2016, we had an op we had an op-ed from the governor and th the governor himself was part of the organization he was literally part of the opposition group that was fighting to make cannabis illegal in Massachusetts he was literally part of the he was literally part of the opposition group um trying to torpedo this but he the attorney general and the mayor of Boston took out an op-ed in the Boston Globe telling us to not legalize. And guess what we did anyway? We gave we gave those paternalistic political figures the middle finger and we did it anyway. That's what you guys need to do in South Dakota. He 
the Governor Noam, she's not going to follow you at the ballot box when you vote for this. She's not going to get to wag her finger. She can, she can, she can verbally tell you all the, all damn day that it shouldn't be legal and that it's a bad idea. But you can ultimately, you can ultimately go against your political leaders and leadership and 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 legalize it anyway. You know, we that's what we did, and we we have thirty legal stores now because we continue fighting. And you guys can do much of the same as well, too. But let's finish the article. Governor Christy Noem, Republican, vetoed a hemp legalization bill in March, and we, we lit her up for it a couple months ago. For example, and the state's Republican Party actively implored residents not to sign ballot petitions when they were circulated in September. Okay, so... Now for sort of a touch of reality. So that's the ending of the article. So we're going to read the article about South Dakota using emergency rules to uh, repeal the anti-corruption law. And this was from CNN. So we'll read that article as well, too. But yeah, this is going to be what you're up against if you're to pass this on the ballot. If you're to pass medical or and you are to pass the adult use. That's your... You're going to be facing lots of opposition. You're going to be facing lawmakers that are not going to want to honor the result and are going to seek revenge in in overthrowing it. You know, we've seen that happen with Utah where they passed medical and then the lawmakers um, narrowed the qualifying condition list. They put delays. They they got rid of um, people being able to grow their own, all, all sorts of stuff. So you got to be pre- prepared for these shenanigans. You really do. South Dakota GOP uses emergency rules to repeal anti-corruption law, written by Gregory Krieg from CNN. South Dakota Republicans on Thursday repealed a historic anti-corruption law approved by voters in a statewide referendum on Election Day. The measure, which passed with more than 51% backing in November, would have created an independent ethics commission, limited lobbyist gifts, gifts to lawmakers, banned officials from joining lobbying firms for two years after leaving office, and created so-called democracy vouchers for registered voters to steer towards their preferred candidates. But state GOP lawmakers said they didn't think voters knew what they were doing. GOP Dennis Dugard, a Republican, signed the bill on Thursday night. In a budget address delivered after the November referendum, he claimed the public had been hoodwinked. The public, the public didn't know what they were voting for. They were, they're too. The masses and the poorers are too stupid to, to practice direct initiative, direct democracy. They're too stupid. So we, their parents, have to decide what's best for them. They didn't know what they were voting for in in limiting um, money in politics. So we have to ban it so we can continue making money off off politics instead of serving the people. That's That's what this lawmaker and their ilk were thinking. He claimed that the public had been hoodwinked by scam artists who grossly misrepresented these proposed measures. Republican legislatures pushed the bill using an emergency clause that allows for the reversal to take effect immediately and now prevents voters from initiating a new referendum campaign in response. Jeez. Quote, the public will remember this vote by state legislatures as a catalyst that launched the American anti-corruption movement, 
Rep Us director John Silver, whose organization supported and spent money to back the initiative, said in a statement after the repeal bill passed in the state Senate. The state motto in South Dakota is under God, the people rule. The fight against corruption will not end until elected leaders abide by that principle. State Republicans' decision to effectively overturn the referendum results also comes on the heels of a controversial attempt by House Republicans in Washington to gut an independent ethics watchdog. The move was squashed on January 3rd when GOP leaders and eventually then-President-elect Donald Trump asked them to stand down. So Donald Trump's tweets, uh, with all Congress, with all that Congress has to work on, do they really need to make the weakening of an independence ethics watchdog as unfair as it is? Maybe their number one act and priority, focus on tax reform, health care, so many other things of far greater importance, DTS. In 2015, the ethics watchdog at the Center for Public Integrity gave South Dakota an F grade, fa- F for failing, in its state integrity investigation. It ranked 47 overall and 49th in transparency of lobbying disclosure. Meanwhile, the state has become a battleground in the proxy fight for over the influence of money in politics. Represent.us and the Koch brothers back Americans for Prosperity which opposed the measure. They had spent more than half a million dollars making their case to the voters ahead of the 2016 vote. State Senate Majority Leader Blake Kurd, a Republican, has been a vocal critic of the new restrictions, claiming they are in violation of South Dakota and the U.S. constitutional law. Kurd, his colleagues, and a lobbying group filed suit against the law last year in South Dakota Circuit Court. The judge issued a temporary injunction, effectively putting its implementation on hold pending further review. But with the court suggesting pieces of the law that could be salvaged, Kurd and GOP leaders turned their attention back to the legislature. He told CNN on Thursday that the law was contrary to what the supporters claim, more than just an ethics bill. Quote, it was an attempt to fundamentally transform the South Dakota citizen legislature. He said, the most problematic sections made de facto criminals out of every single official in our state. Maybe they do, Maybe they need to be made criminals if they're not doing what the people want. Maybe, maybe, the, people, maybe the people knew that you guys were D-bags and wanted to protect you guys from yourselves. But again, without an ounce of self-awareness, you, you don't even want to look in the mirror and see if you're, not, if, if, you're, if you're letting down the people, which they are. They don't even want to look in the mirror and, and make the needed changes and adjustments. They just want to take away their voice because, it's not, because their voice isn't saying what they want to hear. Kurd was referring to the clause that would have tightened lobbyist donation limits and restrictions while ramping up penalties. But Dan Kressner, the political director for Represent.us, told CNN that Kurd and other Republican lawmakers had used their majorities in a power grab, in a bald power grab, flagrantly defying the will of the voters. By moving forward, before the court case could be decided in the circuit and eventually state Supreme Court, he said the Republicans acted as their own judge and jury. Activists 
from around the country began to take notice as repeal efforts gained steam on Janu- in January. On Tuesday night, less than 24 hours before the vote, demonstrators from Represent South Dakota projected the words, Respect Our Vote, onto the state capitol. On Wednesday, members of Mayday.us, a group founded by Harvard professor and progressive activist Lawrence Lessing, sponsored a plane to fly a banner reading, Shame on You, Respect Our Vote. But the voting inside the Capitol fell along party lines. The repeal bill won out by a 27 to 8 margin in the Senate, with two Republicans joining all six Democrats in opposition. In January, the House bill passed 54 to 13. Four Republicans joined nine Democrats in voting against it. Krasner said, Represent dot us was not optimistic that the piecemeal bits of reform legislation now floating around the legislature, which is part-time and adjourns in early March, would ever see the lighted day. But he is hopeful that the reaction from Republican lawmakers will inflame allies around the country. This is our keystone, he said, referring to the pipeline battle that galvanized the increasingly influential grassroots environmental movement. End of article. So... That's what that's what you're up against if you live in South Dakota. You're going to have to be fighting your lawmakers if you are to pass medical marijuana or adult use. They they are going to try to overturn the will of the people. This is one of those states like Utah where that's that that's allowed and that happens. So again, the if you legalize the the battle ain't over. You're going to have to be fighting like heck the day after election in 2020 to 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 keep this going and to keep what you guys voted on to make that into law, you're going to have to continue fighting. But um, again, they, they bank on, on, on us not fighting. But if we do come and we do show that we're watching them, it makes it a lot harder to do what they're trying to do. So again, again, I don't want to keep this too long. Um, Hope you guys got a lot out of this. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voicemail at 617-466-9389 that is 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to try sequoia organics for a great source of cbd and hemp-based products you can check them out by hitting the link https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash three three four k r 
V9. And you can enter the following codes. Dogtree20, Tincture20, 40% off ISO, 15% off CBD entire store. And you can also get inexpensive CBD flour directly to your door quickly and cheaply in New England and the rest of the United States by going to HTTPS colon slash slash shop dot Boston Empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and my email to contact me is i am cannabis sativa at gmail.com and as always stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao